it onto this computer. Excellent. Um, okay, so we're both recording and all, which is awesome. Okay, so, oh my God, you know, um, <laughs> it has been way too long, um, Santino. Um, I was just telling you, it. if I started my new job, okay, and this is like about week nine or 10, it's been clearly probably three months at this point. Yeah, yeah, damn, okay, for sure. Because, um, oh, by the way, everyone, sorry about the sound, just a heads up, everyone. Um, there's just some technical difficulties that we're both going through right now at the very moment and all, but, you know, you can't trust Zoom 24-7. <laughs> this is true, this is true. Well, this just adds more to the uh, the offbeat nature of, uh, of the new season here. <laughs> yes, so basically, this is going to be season like we're categorizing this as season three because we just kind of fell sure. off the band we just fell off the wagon i don't know why i almost said bandwagon but we, <laughs> we literally fell off this wagon for sure um and i feel like right now there is a lot to talk about about the influencer community as a whole and also i have a really interesting message that i was like self-discovering about myself over the past um, month right now. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and people who start a business in general, like for the first time by themselves, they start seeing, um, they start manifesting and start seeing these things that you would never really like, I guess, like think that would happen. And it just shows how much more power you have as an owner and a business owner who runs their own show. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, I don't know. Do you think we should, I don't even know. Do you think we should just have, we should do the intro or whatever? Or do you think we should I, just I mean, go as it? Because like, I, I know. It's, it's our first one back from our, our unofficial summer break here. I said we just jump in. That's that's okay. the way I see it anyway. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay, we're just going to jump right in, everyone. So, so that's, my God, can me speak today right now? Because <laughs> I have so much shit to do as soon as I'm done talking to you. So, basically, anyone who is brand new to Offbeat Beards, okay, my name is Rodney, aka Greenbird555, and as always, my co-host, Santino, also known as Velis and Terminal. What's up, everyone? So basically, um, this really long random break that we had, I think it was like, um, I think we can all admit, it was a burnout, and everything yeah, started yeah. turning stale. Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. So what do you think is going on with this influencer community? Because like... I want to say as a full, as a full on whole, okay, <laughs> it is like, it's pretty much shot. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, um, I mean, are we talking about just as far as the bearded community or just influencers in general? Because, oh God, well, I, I'm categorizing everything, but I know for a fact as the bearded community, like it reached its peak, yeah, saturated yeah. and everything. And the people who were the long-standing, long-lasting 
um, faces in the community, they're the ones that literally survive the most. Yeah, yeah, no, and that, I mean, you and I, we've discussed it a bit, and I'm not going to put private conversations on blast, but we've talked about it, you know, enough uh, on this show as well, where it's like, you know, I, I guess I'll start with that community, and then we'll move on to influencers in general. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the bearded community goes, it's, uh, I kind of feel like that that whole thing has run its course you know it's yeah. just it's become it's become a lot of people sitting around telling each other what they want to hear and patting each other on the back for all being in agreement and it's yeah. it's 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 stale it's whatever it's if it's someone else's thing then fucking rock on you know but like as far as i'm concerned it's like i'm just not seeing not getting anything out of it for me. I, 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 yeah. I, I guess maybe it's more a personal thing. I've kind of come to a transitional phase where it's like, I know what I like. Um, I was looking to get something else out of it. I thought this was more, you know, dedicated towards like, not necessarily like this all-inclusive thing, but just something that everyone could get something out of yes. versus, you know, it's just kind of this very, well, I mean, you, you and I have discussed it. <laughs> we know what we're talking about, but anybody who, you know, <laughs> scrolls through that IG for, you know, a, a couple of minutes, it's going to be like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I see the game here. Um, exactly. So, you know, it's just, I don't think, put it this way at this point i would be surprised if that community of influencers ever lived up to their potential yeah i could be wrong but I, that's that's at least the way i see it um now influencers in general it's kind of interesting because you know of course depending upon uh um you know what what niche you're looking at um I suppose it's a your mileage may vary type thing. I know I've been looking at a lot more like tech channels and stuff like that lately. And it seems like uh, for the most part, a lot of the tech influencers, they don't, their bread isn't buttered off of being assholes like a lot yes. of other influencer communities are. So that's an yes. outlier, but yes. I'm sure there's a lot of others like it. I'm just bringing that one up because that's the example that came to mind. Mm -hmm. um, but it does sort of seem like we're at this point right now where it's just it's it's cool or funny or cute or something to just you know the more of an asshole you are the more influence you have and i don't know maybe i'm just old i'm over it it just it doesn't none of it has the same appeal that it used to to me but that's just me i totally get where santino is coming from um what i've noticed with the bearded community is that it just became literally legit overly saturated i was literally just looking at um one of the people that we follow on our shared ig um it is um the who was it it was a guy who does fragrances and colognes and everything i forget but i forget oh the for name. sure for sure yeah i, I know I, who you're talking about though. Yeah. yes um i totally forget the guy's name at this very moment and i was just looking at everything that he had and i was like wow there is a lot of similarities with a lot of the products like the, the way how it's designed and everything um that I was looking at and then I was literally just looking at another bearded influencers wall and I did not see 
any diverse range. And I was literally just- No, no. Yeah, in terms of packaging. Packaging is not Uh, unique anymore whatsoever. It is so generic. It is like, I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus and everything. Let's all be real. These droppers uh, and all that other jazz, you can do, you can only do so much with those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you were trying to do something that's actually more high end, more upscale. But dude, like, I think we can all agree some of these people that are selling some of these fucking beard oils, selling them at starting off at 30 bucks when they just started, that's a rip off. Oh my God. No, it, it is. And it's become such a formulaic thing too, where it's like before my big criticism was a lot of people are just buying the bulk shit and, you know, adding their own scents or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. even the ones who aren't doing that, it seems like, okay, a couple of guys kind of fucking cracked the code here or something like that. Yes. Then everyone started copying, you know, same ingredients, same whatever, same packaging. It's yeah. just, it's... Yes. Like at this point, it's really you can just kind of like 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 throw a dart at the wall and land whatever it lands on, you're gonna get it. It's like, okay, cool. I mean, just as long as there's not like fucking rat poison or something in it, it, it it's gonna work for you. So you know, it's it, it has just kind of become a very homogenous thing. Yes. So if you guys don't know what homogenous thing is, or saying homogenize it's a it's just another nice fluffier way of saying bastardized and all it's like it's really <laughs> just been overdone let's be real i mean like i'm literally looking at my own collection and i'm looking at there's a lot of the same repetitive droppers and all that lovely jazz same amber bottle and everything is the same black dropper same just same everything and it doesn't bother yeah. me or anything like that but like there's no uniqueness um, I don't feel like anything is very signature. Everything, either, I feel like people are just trying to crank out shit that yeah. is like the new scent and everything. What's so different about this scent? I mean, like, remember we were talking about the bird fat, the ostrich bird fat? Oh, the like, emu oil. The sure, emu, yeah. Yes, the emu oil, dude. That was so random and everything. And <laughs> everyone started doing, let's do emu bird oil beard mm-hmm. oil basically that like that was like a trend for like a few months or something and then everyone yeah, yeah. the next one and then everyone started talking about oh we're using pomegranate seed oil and then you're like i think that was the one that you were talking about that is really expensive but you're like are, are you sure you're really even using that for the yeah price? yeah like, it's yeah the price point of where this is at and everything are you really sure that this is really like having like the ingredients that you're claiming so um I'm going out on a rant right now and everything. No, for but, sure. But, <laughs> hey, we're off beat. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm just, um, like, right now, I am really obsessed with unscented. I want unscented everything at this very moment. And I'm not seeing that whatsoever from all these other bearded influencers. Because I'm like, dude, like, I want my cologne that I'm sporting exactly. to be the main highlight not the scented, basically like, um, well, it, it, in a sense, let's be real. A lot of these beard bombs and beard oils and everything, they're actually like, that's an, an emulsif- emulsifier version, emulsified version or a wax version of, of um, it, a solid cologne, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's, for that's sure. What, Which... That's what it is. 
don't get me started on solid Kelowna. We'll circle back around to that. <laughs> so basically, like when it comes down to the regular influencers, okay, everyone, because I know you guys pay attention to it. Let's be real. Like if you say you don't pay attention to the mainstream stuff that's not bearded community, you're fucking lying. You're fucking yeah, lying to yeah, yourself and everything. Sure. Because anything that deals with bearded community, you're eventually going to be um, shown the beauty influencer side that community is completely shot. And what I have noticed now is that people are trying to do all these new weird draws in and everything. Now everyone is doing a podcast at this point. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like who the fuck wants to hear someone talk about the behind the scenes of a branded trip an all expense paid branded trip. Like you're still going to give a censored version of what really happens, not the version where someone's talking about, oh yeah, like they got arrested for coking it out and everything like that. You know (laughs) what I mean? Because like I was actually, I actually, I was listening to one of the influencers that I actually kind of like, they were talking about how this influencer got busted at the border of Mexico because they were trying to smuggle in coke and everything. What the fuck? Yeah. So I was like, wow, like, can't, why aren't there influencers being more real like that instead of like, oh yeah, like they paid for our hotel room and everything. I'm like, of course that's what they did and whatever. Like, I want to hear like real juicy drama and everything. Like, I think the thing with that is that is still what sells like I hate to just like put it in such paint with such a broad brush here but like here I go um most fucking people are dumb so like they see this and they still think they still think reality tv is real life you know what I'm saying so they think that this is just how it is and I think this is kind of the appeal of the influencer to a lot of people is they see that and it's like, hey, this is like a regular person. I could be doing this. I could be getting all my shit comped and whatever, this and that. And then that's how they fall into these into these traps, these, you know, especially, you know me, I, I, I go off on a tangent when I start talking about, it, so I'm not going to get too, too deep in it, but that's <laughs> especially like these like fucking MLM losers and shit like that. Like they really fucking think that like they're going to get something for nothing you know they they fail to see that one all of this and we're back to influencers now like fuck the mlm people if you get sucked into that shit you're a dumbass and (laughs) full stop but like the influencers here so they really just see what's you know on the screen here they don't see one there's a shit ton of work that goes into it for these people too they have a whole team around them it's not just like one person recording some shit on their phone and like oh now all of a sudden they got you know 10 million followers no it doesn't work that way yes. so it's yes. a very orchestrated thing so that that's why you know when they present these things like these trips or these whatever this and that and oh this company just sent me you know some incredible fucking ten thousand dollar you know gift box full of stuff where it's like there is still thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of work that went into that free trip right there yeah and at the same time this isn't no regular person they're running around thinking they're celebrities and they are you know doing some dumbass shit getting themselves in trouble whatever but you don't really see that you know you do when it comes to like the the fucking jake pauls and whatever of the world but like again people want to bitch about cancel culture but like 
has anybody ever really gotten canceled for being a dumbass? They might get, you know, raked over the coals a little bit, but Jake Paul's still around. So, right? Like, oh my God, I cannot stand him. He is too much. And by the way, Mm -hmm. that whole thing with uh, who was it? Jake Paul's brother or whatever, when the whole Uh, Logan Paul. Oh my God. That shit was so rigged. Like, that was a man. They they got together and they were like, let's make some money off these dumbasses. They sure as hell did. So, I I mean, I I guess in a way, good for them it's like so crazy i did not understand anyone that was actually paying the pay-per-view whatever it was i mean like i watched it for free the very that very day pretty much on youtube because you know people want those views they want to get those oh for sure for For sure and they didn't mean like pay for the well they actually pay for it but they're sitting there just screen recording it streaming it whatever the hell it is and i was literally watching it that very day and then i was watching it on snapchat (laughs) so i was just like why are you guys even bothering paying for this yeah yeah i just don't understand that but yes the whole influencer community i think it's pretty much shot like yeah there's only like a select few people that have really made it through i don't even pay attention to that stuff anymore at this point i don't mean no no i don't mean know who in the world is quote unquote trending right now to be really honest i'm sure like there are people out there who you know they're like so far beyond and like we don't even know because if you're not keeping an ear to this shit like we'll learn about them in six months or something but they're a fucking they're a hot commodity right now um but yeah for for the most part like who who has really hung on you know like even some of the biggest ones they all fall off eventually you know Mm -hmm. but just to go back to my point I was making earlier, but if you're an asshole, you do seem to hang on a little bit longer because for whatever reason, people like that shit. So I think it's because, you know, I think it's because like they think that it is, um, they're, they feel that that is their true reality and everything Mm -hmm. like that in some sort of way, they feel that they're connected with that type of personality. And yet they wonder why, they're not getting the same views and all of that other shit, whatever the hell's going on. Um, I mean, some of the things that I'm seeing a lot of these bearded influencers doing has nothing to do with bearded community anymore. Oh, no, yeah. And I'm just like, are they trying to do like a mukbang channel at this point? And whatever? <laughs> like, I I've... Would- like that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm like, are you yeah. trying to be like a mukbang channel or whatever, or a mukbang IG? Oh my god! Out of all times, as usual, when I am recording, it's always like the landscaper. Oh, of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> so first, like first microphone nonsense. Now, fucking whatever the. Let me. Show it's you not a good day for audio. That's that's all it is. <laughs> Yes, I yes, totally I agree. Totally. It is not a good day for audio, everyone. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you for sticking around, listening to this and whatnot. Because I know this sure. is really like not attractive right now, but I'm going to try editing it as much as I'm able to and denoise it. Like, believe me, I'm going to try denoising it as much as I'm able to. Um, but yes, the mukbang, like bearded community, I'm, I'm like a little confused because. Um, even the mukbang community is kind of like you, if you're not starting drama at this point, like people don't want to watch you anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, but that, that yeah. And that's that's what it is. It's, it's wild. Cause like, 
do you ever find yourself getting caught up, not even necessarily like in the drama, but like you'll watch like one of these influencers talking shit or throwing shade at someone else. And very, very rarely do they just like call someone out. There are certain ones who will. And if you're going to do it, do it like that, at least like at least, yeah. you know, be enough of a grown up to mention a person's name. But like, do you ever, and you just stop and think, well, what the fuck did this person do to them? Like, and then you find yourself going on Reddit or something like that. And like, you know, nobody has any answers. So it's a rabbit hole of the internet. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck, I'm telling you. But uh, it it almost seems to me that a lot of this is manufactured. It's almost like, okay, let's, let's agree to have this drama for the next little bit here. It'll get you views. It'll get me views, whatever this and that. And it's just, I, I, it, it, it becomes fucking uh, uh, pro wrestling at a certain point, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's fake. So what? What's what? What are you getting out of this? You know. It, oh my god, that's so funny that you just said pro wrestling. You know, that's that is how fabricated this nonsense is. I mean, like I started yeah. hearing about that like last year before the pandemic and whatever. But as things are unfolding, because like, you know, H3H3 and whatever, for instance, like, you know who he is and whatever, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Star or whatever his name is, and Trisha Paytas nonsense and blah, 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 like that, like, that is like, obviously fabricated nonsense drama right there. That is, yeah. like, that is totally fabricated. But, um, wow, this guy is like, really, really <laughs> can you hear it or is it just no I, I can hear it yeah it sounds like he's gotten kind of close because I couldn't hear it before but yeah he like let's just wait for a moment <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> yeah he's driving away right now thankfully okay so but yeah the whole thing that fabricated nonsense is pretty ridiculous but um I don't even know at this point <laughs> I don't even know at this point, like, where influencers, like, belong. Because now what I'm also noticing, aside from, like, the mukbang stuff and whatever, and then obviously the bearded community and everything, not even the skinfluencers I follow, they're not really adamantly posting or sharing as much tips as they used to. No, that's that's the thing I don't get. And, and, you know, it's I'm not really following any of the skinfluencers or whatever, but it, it does seem to be the case with, just about anything where it's like you follow somebody because they review, you know, X product, whatever it may be, skincare, fucking beard care, uh, clothing, shoes, fucking computers, whatever. But like, it's like, whereas before, maybe they'd be posting a couple times a month with a new product, whatever this and that. Now it's like maybe once a month they got a new product, but they're still posting just as often, but the rest of them are fucking shit posts of oh here's me you know driving around town being a dumbass or like what and, and and always eating too what is the uh what is the thing with it's like like they got to record themselves out of like what you want people to know you go to restaurants like is this like is this supposed to be an exciting thing to you what the fuck yes. i don't get it i really don't but goddamn that does seem to be the case that like they these people who basically made a name for themselves being very specific influencers they've decided to diversify and there's nothing wrong with that but it's like diversify into something interesting then you know like i don't really give a shit about you know you uh walking down to the you know corner store and you know 
picking up energy drinks or whatever the fuck yeah. these people are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's doing. literally sometimes videos. Yeah. Yes, so. it's literally just that shit. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really um, what I've also noticed is that some of them are trying to do lifestyle videos now. And I'm just like, like your lifestyle videos don't resonate with, yeah. I feel like, like when I mean by lifestyle videos, everyone, I'm talking about like, okay, so they're buying a plaid shirt and whatever. Like I, like they're trying to like, I don't know, some of them, I'm, I think that they're getting confused with lifestyle versus like lifestyle videos and um home goods and whatever with like the yeah. community but they're like it, it doesn't seem to resonate it like i, I no. it's really hard to like explain if you are someone who hasn't really um established a true lifestyle in the very beginning it wouldn't really make sense for you to try doing one now especially when i feel like a lot of these people I don't know if they're living off of stimmy checks and whatever and just staying home and recording and whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what a lot of these people are doing right now and everything. Um, I know it is still maybe hard to find a job and whatever in certain states and everything. And I totally get that and whatever, but like, I, I'm like very confused. Like I'm getting like totally mixed messages with the community and the niche that, that they have been immersed in for so long. Like, I feel like that they're just so lost at this point that they just are trying to try fitting in in any sort of way. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. And, you know, I don't even necessarily think it's, I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's almost like a, a very narcissistic thing where like they really just think people give a shit about and maybe some people do maybe i'm in the minority and if that's the case i mean fuck it i'll i'll admit that it's me i don't get it but i think they really do think that like people give a shit i don't know if it's just yeah. I, I i kind of you and i we've talked about it before and, and, and it's kind of a sticky wicket because i'm not saying it shouldn't be this way but like we can all do better our generation was like the first that was really raised on this fucking cult of self-esteem shit where like, Wait, oh, you're the most- How old are you again? How old are you again? I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm 37. Okay, so get this. I know like, I know I just totally interrupted you and everything, but this does actually have to do with a lot of this conversation. So- No, for sure. I am understanding someone born in 1980, they are the lost millennial. 1980 yeah so now people they keep been, pushing that millennial barrier back know, and back they, and they back keep on pushing it back and back and i'm like are you fucking kidding me from what i was understanding <laughs> like the cutoff date was when it was like what not um <sighs> what was it it was like the 90s or something like that or whatever i don't even remember at this point but they keep on pushing that number back and from what i was understanding you were a millennial when it started off in like 83 or something like that whatever that's it was. yeah yeah and the well, age that you would be now at this point is like 37 or 38 and then i was literally reading like a few days ago like they pushed the number back to 1980 and basically they're like th this lost version of a millennial but like it's really weird like i don't understand well, that that's why i was bringing that up when you were talking about like a generational thing so that's no for sure up. for sure no and that's you know just to go off on a tangent now like i remember now see i'm really gonna start sounding like an old guy talking about i remember back in the day but i Get remember back when they status. first started with all this like millennial bullshit 
And like, if you were born before, say like 1986, 87, you were yeah. considered like yeah. an Xennial. Remember that? It was like a yeah. cross between Gen X and millennial. Yeah. So it was, yeah. but now it's like, oh yeah, fuck. Anybody can be a fucking millennial, I guess. So like, yeah, I, I, you know, some somewhere along the way, I got lumped in that camp, and it's like, okay, cool, whatever. But now it's like, fuck, it's gonna be like, oh, if you were born uh, after nineteen seventy two, you're a mil-. like, fuck off, like, quit, quit pushing the goalposts <laughs> back here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's totally true because I'm just like, what in the world does someone that was born in nineteen eighty have to do with a millennial? Because they were twenty years old at the millennium. Come on yes, now, yes, like that doesn't really like make sense to me. Um, the reason why is because the way how you and I think is way more millennial than anyone that was born. Like even if it, the person was born um, two, three years after, like I mean before us, basically the way how they yeah. think is literally almost opposite the way how you and I think yeah for yeah. sure for sure it really yeah. is i'm so sorry that i had that i i cut into what oh, no, no, no. what were you saying when you were going you're about you're building up this momentum and no I- no <laughs> <laughs> no well and so just kind of as it relates to the whole influencer thing and whatever yeah. um you know with kind of our generation that was the first that was raised on this like cult of self-esteem bullshit where it's like oh you're the best person in the world and this and that and blah blah, blah. and that was such a fucking lie but for whatever reason, like we continue to, to up the ante with that with future generations. So now we're at like this generation that like they literally think they're so interesting. And again, now this is me sounding like an old guy. And I, I, I don't mean to paint with a broad brush because there's a lot of really great young people out there who are contributing a lot. But you have a lot of people who really think they're so interesting that like fucking people will sit and watch them, you know, doing some mundane everyday task. Uh, when they haven't established themselves as a lifestyle brand, but it's like, oh, I've got enough clout now. Let me just cross over. Here's me uh, fucking going online to pay my bills. Like nobody cares. But the fucked up part is, I guess there must be people who care. Otherwise they wouldn't be making these videos. So shit. And plus like, I think it's just content for people to be talked about because obviously let's be all real still if you're not talked about and whatever you don't exist yeah yeah for sure for sure definitely a lot of that yeah and that's the thing too is it's gotten to the point where it's like talked about can mean good or bad doesn't really fucking matter it's just you know hey as long as you're being talked about that's all that they're worried about so totally um you know at this uh, at this point of the conversation, because I'm just paying attention to time, because I know that you and I we have so much shit to do. Okay, gonna kind of um, switch the gears a little. For sure. So I am not gonna talk too much about my business, everyone. But I obviously, as you know, this title of this episode is called New Beginnings. Okay. So basically, I started a business back in February, basically. I'm starting, I'm, I'm not going to get too far into the whole ordeal and everything, but if you follow Greenbird 555 and if you follow Greenbird Wellness, you would obviously know what's going on to a certain level and all, but what I had this random epiphany the other day and this was actually last week and this is where like I feel like like I was saying earlier to you in a text yesterday that knowing that you have 
a specific power over someone at the point of where you are as a startup because when you were younger when you started your own business as a startup basically so, yeah yeah so basically i noticed that i had this major upper hand the other day with someone who owns a 20 million dollar business that was profitable. oh wow okay so this was really interesting the power dynamic was really fascinating so basically um where i work right now um I'm not going to say because I might get in trouble if someone's listening to what I'm saying or whatever. <laughs> so basically, um, you all, all of you guys know, if you guys do not know and pay attention to what I'm saying online or whatever. So I work in the holistic health field and everything. I'm not someone who's sitting here saying, oh, I'm a holistic health coach and whatever. And I'm just watching YouTube and, this, and now I'm just saying I am one and I want to influence other people. I'm actually someone who actually physically works with people and everything like a hands-on practitioner, therapist and all that lovely jazz. So basically it is not surprising in my industry, um, whether you're a CMT or an esthetician and all of that, when people like the clients or the patients start shopping for you, basically, they start shopping yeah. around and yeah. everything. They're saying, oh, can you like, can you work with me at your private practice and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I was talking to someone I knew like right off the bat, I was like, she might be a low-key Karen, but I'm not really sure what's going on here and everything, but I absolutely loved her and all because she was full of plastic. <laughs> she was full of plastic and whatnot. Like I could tell her age, but at the same time, it was kind of skewed with how much work she had done to her face. But obviously, if you looked at her hands and arms, you could probably say about 70 something and whatnot. Oh, so like a like a like a Chelsea Handler type. I, I don't know why she was on the <laughs> shop the other day. And it's like, wait, her fucking face doesn't match the rest of her body. She's had yes, so much work yes. done that like. <laughs> yes. Yes. You could tell with her skin on the hands because she's not getting laser therapy. Um, you, you can actually rejuvenate the hands and the arms and everything. But a lot of people don't know. Like, for instance, if you want to help prevent your hands and arms from aging, after you put any of your skincare on, instead of washing your hands, press it into the, to your hands and your arms instead. Press the rest of the excess product on the hands and arms. Always do that. I do that all the time. And I've been doing that for over a year and whatnot. And I'm noticing like a difference and whatnot. But of course, like, you know, it doesn't look attractive when people, when, you know, when we have to wash our hands 24 seven and sanitize them and whatever, but that's the point. Like any skincare, any um, beard balm, beard oil that you have excessively all over your hands still, I actually put that on my legs and I put them on my shins, my knees and everything, everywhere else, just to let the body absorb it. That's what I do. Yeah. So that's, yeah. A, so that's a minor way of helping prevent your skin like on your hands and arms to age. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so basically um, she was basically shopping um, for a new therapist, a new practitioner and all that other jazz. And what I did not tell her until that very moment was, um, I wanna say it was about two months ago, I made an announcement on my IG saying like, I'm no longer taking um, any more private clientele and everything. Anyone who has a series with me, um, the series will be finished 
and whatever, and you won't be able to rebook with me um, for quite a while because I've been focusing a lot of my energy on my side endeavor. So basically, everyone, like I'm at the point where I am with my career right now, where I landed this job that I don't know why it took forever for me to get into this type of establishment, basically, where um, I am very comfortable working only and this is the most that I've ever worked in one day in one in one in one specific like facility. I don't like being in a place where I am there for more than six hours. I usually sign a contract where I waive my lunch and everything. I just want to be at work out the door by and then get the hell out of there. I don't like taking yeah. lunch when I'm at work or anything because that's an extra hour of my life I'm spending there. But for sure. At this point where I am, okay, I kind of don't mind right now, even though I feel like I have this extra hour of time, I feel like I could be working and whatnot. And I am just very comfortable right now, only working three days a week for only seven and a half hours. Okay, like, I'm just going to be really real with you right now. Like, I'm just, I'm not saying how much I'm making. That's none of your guys' business. But the <laughs> fact that I'm only working technically, because that's all I wanted to do, is three days per week. And I am fully committed every single week, might I add. I'm very comfortable. And I can pay a lot yeah. of shit just doing that on my own and still save hella coin and everything. That is a type of comfortability that I've been wanting for a really long time. Um, and I just don't understand, like, like I, like I, like I was saying, I just don't understand how long, why it took so long for me to get into a place like this at all. But what I am trying to get at at this point is that I don't need the extra work from yeah. other clientele. Okay, like I don't need to work with any of my regulars to make up for lost wages or anything like that or whatever. That says a lot right there on where I am as a startup company. I am already comfortable where I'm at right now and I can still support my business, still pay hella bills and whatever, still save money, all the above. And that's why I was like saying like that is a true upper hand and taking control of a conversation that yeah. is oh, yeah. being established right now. Having that type of realization as a startup, and I'm not even established yet, you guys, like the fact that I have been able to decline. And then what I've noticed is that I've been shopped for. Um, it's going on like every single time when I'm at work, at least five times per week right now. That's a lot yeah. and everything. I, I haven't been shocked for like that in a very long time. And it was really kind of crazy. The fact that I even had a regular, okay, who pays hella money. Like I'm talking about, they pay pretty much $140 every single time they see me. And that's just for an hour and everything like yeah. that. Um, they were talking about doing like five treatments. Okay, five treatments. And I'm not talking about at work and everything. That's just so, like my, within my own practice and whatever. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty much what you're telling me. That's an $800 day for only being there for about five hours. Yeah, I would totally yeah. be all about it and whatever. And 
I just was like, you know, I am at the point where I am not having to do that. And I even said, like, next time, if you are wanting to do something, try telling me really far in advance because I've been telling other people, like, if you are wanting a single treatment, you are looking at three weeks out. And most of the time, people are just now not going to take that. They're looking for more instant gratification. But like I said, when you are, when you have the upper hand, when you actually don't need the money at that point, mm-hmm. because you're trying mm-hmm. to get your business, your startup off the ground, that says a lot where you're at, where someone else is at. It's like, do you want to overwork or do you want to make enough money, like me, three days per week, be hella comfortable, pay hella bills, still save and work on your business still? That says a yeah. lot right there. So- Oh, for sure. Like- my question is to you, when did you realize when you were starting to able, when you were able to start declining people shopping around? As I know that you're a workaholic and I'm a workaholic yeah. too. I like being busy, but I'm busy every fucking day at this point. You know, it's it's tough to say because you, you'll have a couple of different points where that happens. You know, this yeah. is kind of the initial for you. Then, at least for me, and I know a lot of people go through this. I'm not saying this is going to be your experience, but a lot of people do. Then for whatever reason, the imposter syndrome sets in mm-hmm. and you start thinking, God, I'm like, I'm not comfortable with just being comfortable. Why am I turning down money? Whatever this and that, you know, who the fuck do I think I am? Whatever. Yes. And so then you stop, you stop kind of rejecting those you know people coming coming up to you whatever this and that because like no matter what you just see them as dollar signs and it's kind of a fucked up way of saying it but like i'm gonna just keep it 100 here it's the reality of everyone it's the reality yeah Yeah. especially if you own your own business then you get to the point where the burnout sets in and you realize that it's like you know what i am at a point in life right now where it's like there is nothing that i want like anytime i want something I buy it because I'm at that point. You know, I've got enough sucked away in savings that, you know, it's like, I feel like I don't have to worry too, too much. I mean, obviously if there was some major catastrophe or something, it's, you know, that's cause for concern, but you know, just whatever life throws at you, it's like, okay, I'm sitting on enough that I'm cool right now. What is my time worth to me? And it's like, no matter what I'm charging hourly, it's not enough. So then you kind of get back to that where it's like, oh, I need to, you know, carve out some time for myself, for my family, just for my own sanity here. I need those days every now and then where I just do absolutely nothing. So that's kind of like the second time, you know, you'll reach that where it's like, okay, I'm going to just start turning some people down. And then you also get to the point where you've dealt with so much clientele that you can recognize the ones who are going to be a pain in the ass. who are just going to be batshit crazy who think like that you know by hiring you that they're like your boss and you know that's a whole other conversation but yes once you get good at recognizing that right away i don't care how much you need the money i don't care what stage of the game you're at you learn to turn those jobs away and you're smart for doing so so yeah i mean that it's it's stages it really is um but you know and again, I think everybody's individual experience is different, of course, but, um, you know, it, 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 you have to kind of, you're always kind of rebalancing, I find, when 
it's you doing it by yourself. And, you know, it would be nice to get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm running the business and I've got like people working for me, whatever. And I'm certainly not there. And I don't know that I'll ever get there. I don't know that that's really what I want. Um, Because at that point you have less control. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the whole thing. So it is sort of about, you know, weighing the benefits versus what it's going to cost you in time and stress and aggravation and whatever. And it's like, it's, it's nice to be able to do that on a micro level um, with, you know, each individual client. So, you know, it's, I had, I had a client that against my better judgment, I took a couple months back and they turned out to be a little bit crazy. And it's like, you know what, Mm -hmm. the language in the contract is written as such. It's like, I don't even have to give you your deposit back, but like, Hmm. here's your deposit back. Leave me the fuck alone. You know, like I can't. So, you know, again, it's priority shift, whatever this and that, but like, you do kind of realize that it's not all about money. It's also about, you know, having that freedom, having that power basically, because that is, you know, running your own business is power. I have never worked for someone else and I've worked jobs where I've made cool money, but I've never worked for someone else and been in that position where it's like, there is literally nothing I want because no matter what I can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm sure there are people out there who, who do that, but I, I never was able to climb the ladder like that. And that's kind of a big part of why I decided to go out and do my own thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's not, I guess just to kind of go back to your main question, because now I'm really muddying the waters here. It's not like there's ever that one like aha moment. It's just they come along from time to time, you know? And and I think that's just kind of how you evolve within the framework of your own business. That's, um, it's really interesting that you threw some points out there with like, for instance, like the deposit, you actually refunded the deposit, whatever in the world, how much it was. I actually have been at the point where I had clients cancel and I said to them, I'm willing to give you your deposit back actually, because for a series, okay, I'm asking for thousands of dollars up front, basically. Mm-hmm. And they get mm-hmm. to have that discount and everything because they just paid for everything really far in advance. And now I was at the point where I even started offering a refund. Like the fact that I'm at the point where I am in my career and where I'm trying to get right now, where I am trying to get in this private business that I, the startup that I am doing, um, it just shows how much more control. And I know this is gonna sound really odd, but it also can help dictate what the client or patient is like going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you start offering their money back, basically, and I have done that at this point, it just shows like how um, unbelievably subservient they can end up being. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing with that. And I have a, a theory. I don't know that it's correct, but this has been my experience. But I more likely will agree with you when you say this. For sure, for sure. (laughs) A lot of times you start talking dollars and cents with a client. Mm -hmm. And even if in the back of your mind, it's like, this this is kind of a good amount of money, whatever. You always, always, always have to kind of play it cool because more often than not, 
it's a lot more money to them than it is to you. So that can be a power move right there, just in terms of here's your money back. I don't want to deal with you because it's like they are not in a position in their life where if somebody handed over, you know, thousands of dollars or whatever the case could be, that they could just hand it right back. So when they see that you're able to do that, that gives you, you know, that upper hand, it gives you a lot more legitimacy over them, you know? And so again, I could be just, you know, patting my own self on the back here for no good reason, but that is kind of my theory when it comes to things like that, where it's like, if you have someone who's a pain in the ass and you pull a move like that, you know, yeah, it's good in that you don't have to deal with them anymore, but also it kind of shows them that they were fucking with the wrong person when they tried to pull, you know, whatever it was that they were trying to pull. So at least that's the way I see it. So this message, this concept that Santino is talking about everyone, this can be used with someone who's not a pain in the ass and also someone who like, you just don't have time for it. At anymore yeah. at that point so I'm just or- wanting to be very clear because like um because I have been in a situation like that before hella years ago where I was actually I declined um a very loyal regular until he started saying some pretty ghastly things and he demanded um a deposit back and I was like uh, nope <laughs> whatever <laughs> I was like at that point of my of my career I think I was like that was like dude that was back in 2014 I still needed the coin and everything at the point where I am right now I could be like oh yeah here's your money back and whatever because I don't want to deal with you and whatever yeah so I have totally done um things like that before that was the one and only time when I ever had someone very difficult like that you know and that was back in 2014 when I was still brand new in the world of holistic health and whatever. And here we are right now. We're almost into 2022. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> I oh know, God. right? This is this is flying by too quickly at this point. But um, I really just loved the power dynamic that I had. Basically, yeah. declining someone who owns a $20 million business and whatever. And it was just that that's that this for me that moment it really made them pay attention to me okay yeah and now from what I'm understanding is that they are following me on Instagram right now currently because they want to see where my business is going to go and of course, yeah. like I would never let them invest into it because they ask, because I've had a lot of people ask me, oh, do you have any investors? And I was like, oh, hell no. I want to have the most control of my business. So yeah, they haven't really done anything oh, different, yeah. but have is, you- Is this something that we can leave in or cut out? I, I mean, either way, we can leave it in. Okay. Um, but I was going to say, when we were talking about packaging earlier, and I, I just kind of meant to circle back around, but fresh- like I got some serum from them the other day and it's like, wow, they've really kind of like upped their game in terms of uh, just, you know, packaging and shit like that. I'm gonna, uh, what is this? I'm gonna look up fresh. Because I remember when you were talking about fresh, well, the last thing that you used on your face, you said that it um, made your face break out. Yeah, yeah. No, they got a, they got a new serum and I, I just, 
I, I thought it looked cool on the Nordy's website. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. oh, I got to try it. It was only like $30 or something. It wasn't too ridiculous. And I actually, I like it. But more than that, the packaging is like, they've gotten a little bit more elegant with it. Wow, they kind of changed their packaging. I'm just looking at their website right now. Yeah, because remember, it used to be kind of hippie-ish. And like yeah. now they've gotten a little bit more like upscale. I like it. Yeah, that looks very different now. I wonder what their toners look like because, oh my God, that looks like the Kylie Jenner bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was for the lotion and everything. That uh, I was looking at. Yeah, that, that was, that's what I was looking at. Um, cream Ancient, the Ancient Cream. Okay, so that's their version of saying ancient with the way how they're spelling it. Um, rose and hyaluronic acid deep hydration toner jumbo. And I'm, I'm just looking at that. Wow, 400 milliliters. That's a lot. Wow, travel is considered that. How's that a travel size? You can't bring that on the plane with you. I think that's so crazy. <laughs> that's so weird. Regular. Wow, that is a lot. I wonder how big the glass is. The component I'm talking about, and what, uh, yeah, because that does not look very slender. I'm just looking at something totally different that has nothing no. to do with the serum that you were talking about. I was just no, for sure, for sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so the packaging for fresh, okay, um, that is uh, I don't even know if it's considered. Um, let me deny that okay so um i don't even know if uh fresh is considered holistic and whatnot they just look like they're just all natural and whatever um like are they supposed to be known as like a holistic skincare brand because i don't really I don't, think so you know, that's a good question i don't think so like they they've always kind of leaned into that like all natural thing but you'd yeah. think if they were holistic they would have you know established that, that. would have been yeah a bigger talking point for them you know, um, I'm so sorry, everyone, because we just chopped out a huge conversation <laughs> that I did not want to be in this podcast. Um, I, I have noticed that the sound is starting to sound a, a little better. I don't know what's going on and whatever. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know if it's like fixing itself and whatnot, but it is starting to sound much better. But I don't know if I'm gonna have to like slice certain segments, yeah, and then yeah. correct it individually. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I might be lazy and just correct the entire thing and then start chopping it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I'm sure it's all on my end here. And uh, yeah. I, I mean, whatever it is, I'll get it fixed before the next time. But watch it be like a sound card issue or something like that. Although, see, now I'm <laughs> now I'm looking for excuses to get a second computer. Uh, the one you I'm on right now, one. of course. You might yeah. need to get a new one. Well, the one I'm on right now, of course, you know, this, this is, is like kind one. of my work one. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, what, not even six months old. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Like, okay, I'm back in, I'm back in the Apple ecosystem. Yes. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So, like, I was looking at that new iMac, right? The M1. Okay, and it's by like, the way, everyone, this bitch literally like denying iPhone everything, Apple everything. 
I messaged him the other day and I was like, oh, the conversation just turned blue. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, did you just get an iPhone? <laughs> well, no, it's like I said, I had gotten a new Android, which OnePlus, like, I don't care what the tech channels say. That's a bullshit brand right there. That's some off-brand shit. What was it? OnePlus. What's that? Uh, it's it's like a brand that makes Androids. So it's like they were European, but now they're in America. And like, oh. they get like hella high marks, right? So like, what was it about? I've never heard of it. Yeah. What was it about? Uh, I don't know, around January or so, I'm at T-Mobile. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, let me try this, whatever. I had it for like, well, no, it couldn't have been January. Wow, it's like anyway, it's like free everywhere. See? Oh no, you don't want the Nord. Yeah, no, the Nord is their low end one. The oh. OnePlus, the Nine Ultra, that's the one. Oh, but, okay, I'm seeing it. Yeah, honestly, they're yeah, but honestly, it's a bullshit phone. Like I had it for like four months, and I'm like, fuck it, I can't do this. So, um, and, and at the time, like. Uh, for whatever reason, like Verizon was advertising like a better family plan. So I'm like, fuck it, let's all switch over to Verizon. Wow. And so I have not used Verizon in forever. Are they actually really good still? Yeah, they are. They are. Um, it's, I mean, honestly, I, I will say their customer service is really good. I did have an issue with my wife's, I don't know why, but like porting my wife's number over uh there was some problem like i guess she was at work and like somebody's like yeah i'm trying to text you and i can't like get a hold of you and mm -hmm. so like i called and it kept saying oh it wouldn't even go straight to voicemail it's like oh this person is unavailable to take you know the shit they say when people don't pay their bill right and i'm like yeah. oh this is fucking embarrassing so i called verizon customer service and they're like oh yeah it was an issue porting whatever and it's like eh could have told me could have could have asked me I, whatever but they got it straightened out to their credit so it's it's all and then they did give me like a big ass merchandise credit so i got the uh the airpods max thought those mm. are the nicest headphones i have ever used in my life oh those are so, the actual headphone headphones not the, the apple headphones, headphones. yeah yes. yeah not what, the one. are they yeah are they really good were you they're hella nice or not or no because like no no I, I, it was like i was looking at your ig story that you posted. oh yeah it's like you were no, talking about AirPods, and I was like, "What?" Like I was like, I'm "Yeah, wearing no." Because that was that was in response to this dumbass I know who was driving around in a rented Porsche. Rented, rented being the keyword here. Taking pictures, sitting like they got a fucking dookie in their pants to make sure they get the the Porsche logo on the headrest and shit. And it's like, okay, we see what you're doing here. Pulling. Stunts. Why don't you just uh, totally yeah pulling stunts. Yeah. These so it's like, okay, out here. I swear to God. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I, right. Right. Oh, my, this is my kids pretending to be asleep in the back, but it's like the top of the fucking kid's head. And then the Porsche logo. And it's like, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. Like nobody <laughs> is impressed. So, like, so I had to just do one of my, uh, one of my notice me ones where I'm making fun of people is like, oh yes, I just sleep with my fucking $550, uh, AirPods on my, uh, you know, expensive ass to me laptop case. Cause that's just how I get down. But don't notice that this is just me sleeping. Like, fuck you. You know what you were trying to do. <laughs> like, I was so, like but that's why I, like, I was like wondering, I was like, why is he doing this weird post and whatnot? But it makes total sense after you just explained it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, is, is it a bearded influencer? No, no. This is somebody who like, I'm, uh, it, when I say rented, 
something like that when i say (laughs) when i say rented porsche i don't think this is the kind of person who would listen to this show but they might just like hate listen or whatever um yeah they'll know who i'm talking about so i'm not gonna get any more specific than that but yeah Mm -hmm. if you are listening that porsche is rented everybody knows it and you are dead wrong for trying to flex on the internet so oh my god you know, I hate, like, okay, so some of these models that I follow, some of these IG models, whether it's a man or a woman, I'm like, bitch, I already know that you did not just fucking buy a Lambo. Mm-hmm. Okay? You did not buy a Lambo. You did not buy the fucking Lamborghini SUV. You did not make that type of money at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no way in the world you're making that type of money. Even if you're an IG model, bitch, please, you are not fucking driving and owning a $500,000 SUV. No, like no. Just driving a Mercedes SUV and now you're like upgrading. Like I'm a little confused. I'm like, that doesn't make sense because you're not a, because you're only commercial. The most that you make yeah. is probably about $5,000 per photo shoot. And that's for hours on end. You're not in yeah. like high demand. Like I'm very confused yeah. with these stunts these bitches are pulling. But that's the thing, though. Like, everybody's doing their shit for the gram now. Like, the same motherfucker, the same one who, okay, if you are listening, like, shots fired. Like, okay, I know you were driving around in a fucking Kia until you wrecked that shit. And then you got that busted-ass Audi, but all you tell people is that it's an Audi. And, like, we never see any pictures of it, but, oh, you drive an Audi. Like, I'm supposed to be impressed anyway. And now you're driving around, or you were driving around in that rented ass Porsche before you were back to your busted ass Audi. So like, oh that's the thing is it's like, I don't know how come motherfuckers can't just be cool sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if you got something you want to show off, fuck it. Ain't nothing wrong with like flexing a little bit, but don't try and act like this is just another day in the life or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. it's not, you know, just totally. stop. No, I don't understand because, and it's, always these okay like it's always these fashion nova men and women oh my god what the fuck seriously that's what it is it's always these fashion Fashion nova whores and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me i would never in my life ever buy fashion nova no fuck no yes some of the shit looks kind of interesting sometimes but it's all knockoff it's all it's knockoff it's all those fucking like I don't even know what you would call them back in the day. Those like Chinatown stores where people would be getting fucking. You know, <laughs> it wasn't even like it wasn't even straight up bootleg. It was like fake, but it was like just close enough. Where it was like Nike, but it was like the like an N or something like that with air over it, like whatever. Oh That's fashion over right there. It's that bootleg yes. ass fucking like. I don't did. Did you ever, I don't know if they had more locations, but do you remember a place in Vallejo called Fashion City? Uh, I, well, okay, first of all, I don't hang out in Vallejo. (laughs) 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 But um, I think Fashion City, um, I think that was more of like a dirt mall thing. So maybe- I am maybe at the Santa Rosa Plaza. I may have for sure, for sure, yeah. But and that I would be the kind of place you'd see yeah. it. But yeah. man, Fashion City needs to sue Fashion Nova because they really? just took the concept. Well, they just took the same concept but tried to make it like fancy, whatever. Are but it's like, it's, I don't know. Like, if they are, like, 
Man, Fashion City, do everyone a favor and sue Fashion Nova, please. Because these motherfuckers need to be knocked down a peg. Like, they'll be sitting there with their fucking, uh, uh, you know, all their Fashion Nova bullshit and their, you know, housewares from, that you know, they're from like Ross and Marshalls and whatever, which, no shade. Like, I, I, I don't got a lie to kick it. I've certainly, like, Fashion checked City out. Corp? There's, there's okay. A, there's a corporation in Sacramento, but they're calling it Fashion City 2. Oh, I, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not up on uh, the latest developments in the fashion city. Uh. Wow, that looks like totally like bootleg, true religion back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's it, though. But that's what I'm saying. Wow. So it's it's knockoffs of like what whatever is popular, or whatever, and that's what Fashion Nova is like. Wow. That is so fucking random. Wow, mm-hmm. I have never, wow, I never heard of this brand before. Yep. Never heard of them. Wow, that looks like a wannabe, like, All Saints shirt right there that I'm looking at right now. Like, that is so random. That looks also, oh. like, very um, John Vervedos. Oh, God. At. Yeah. You know the one, not, not just to totally go off on a different tangent here real quick. You know the one that I'm just scratching my head that it's coming back and super popular? Fucking right. Chrome Hearts. What the fuck Chrome is hearts, that? Chrome Hearts. Oh my God, that sounds so familiar. Chrome That's hearts. that, like, it's it, it was like when you were too fancy for Ed Hardy, but you still wanted to let everybody know you were white trash. <laughs> like, like the fucking <laughs> Rush shirts. Oh Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Wow. You know what? I Let's not be surprised if Ed Hardy makes a major comeback. Because all of like the the Jersey Shore style is starting to yeah, really creep up it in the in does, the nineties. Yeah. The nineties, um, the midriff is obviously back and everything. Yeah. Midriff is totally back. The only thing is that's missing are like those jeans, like the extreme low rise jeans that all the women were wearing back in the day. <sighs> yeah, it's, yeah. You, you had to have a real ass to make that work, and if you didn't, it just looked weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Yeah. I think I have seen Chrome Hearts before. Yeah. No, it's, it's fucking, it's like I said, it's basically like just in case, like you want to let people know that you got money, but you're still white trash. That's like what you would that's wear so is Chrome Hearts. It, is Chrome Hearts like really expensive? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they've got their entry level line, but like their main shit is like pricey. Yeah. Is, um, because I am seeing, I have never seen jeans this expensive before that are not from Chanel, number one. And um, there's a site called Grailed used $8,000 for flared chrome heart vintage patchwork jeans. Yeah, yeah, I, I could say, like, I don't really fuck with Grailed because and then like, eBay, they don't have the same quality control is fourteen thousand dollars used holy shit yeah like this is so random yeah yeah wow are they like because it's like really it's coming back comeback? yeah that's the thing it's coming back so people are fucking dropping a fucking mint on their vintage stuff wow that's so weird and then etsy says that they have like some of their hats and i'm like this looks too brand new for like 65 dollars for a hat that might be fake yeah yeah because they do they have that like 
they have that like trucker hat with like the patch on the front that says like fuck in old english or something like that yes it does uh, yeah yeah that is so weird wow this stuff is oh on the real real chrome hearts duffel bag is selling more than a fucking lv easily <laughs> The real real is a little bit out of their minds, though. I'm not going to lie. Like we've talked about before, and I do shop at the real real. And also trade Steve. This is this used bag is still way more expensive than a. (laughs) That's fucking well. But LV's kind of watering their shit down. Like, I don't think they realize it, but they are like, like, did you see of LV at all? I haven't either. I'm not a big like, here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to hate on monograms. Um, but like you have to have something else like if you're just monograms and and that's and obviously LV does have something else but like 99 people out of 100 that's all they know them for is their monograms Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's why you know because the thing is like that was probably the most like faked brand so even if you see like some legit shit the first thing you think of in your mind is oh that's fake so mm-hmm. like that's exactly. you know they kind of fuck themselves there with that but yeah lv's just never really lit my fire the way it does for some people but i don't understand but i will say i do want their um their monet collection just to have it because it's obviously a collector's item so basically if you bought a monet a monet bag from lv i would never bring it out I would always have it stuffed to keep the shape and everything. And it would never see the light of day. It would just sit in its dust bag because that is a real collector's item. Yeah, no, that's that's nice, actually. I like that. I do like that. Yeah, because like they tripled and doubled in price for when they first debuted. Yeah. Them. Yeah, no, no, I, I dig those for sure. I just want, like, I wouldn't even, it doesn't mean suit my look at all at this point in my life but i just want it just to have it just to let the value go up and then be like okay it's at its peak i'm gonna sell it bye yeah <laughs> that's what i would end up well, doing that's, that's what people do with fucking like birkins and shit like that so oh yes totally yeah you know what um i think that we <laughs> like recorded a lot today we've covered a lot of ground today for sure we did um i think that this was a good reintroduction we're not gonna do we're obviously you guys you didn't hear the intro music we did you're not gonna obviously hear the outro music again and whatever but i feel like that where we are right now we probably are maybe good without it at this moment what do you yeah for sure no i agree because this kind of feels like like the the welcome back special so we gotta have it be a little bit different you know exactly and i don't know do you think that do you like the artwork that we still have because i'm totally chill with it i'm just speaking out loud everyone this is obviously (laughs) in this conversation and whatever but are you guys interested in seeing a different artwork or whatever for our logo for our brand or something like that i don't know because I'm a fan of it still, and I like it. I am too, but yeah, that's if, if we get some like fan suggestions or something, then it might be a, a, a topic worth exploring. You know, it's really, it's really weird, everyone, because like we're trying to close this conversation and everything, but what did you do this morning? Because you can tell I already went mountain biking and whatever, and I'm just in my mountain biking gear, and I just hopped right on right after I got home and everything. What did you do this morning? 
me oh, i had a work call and uh that was pretty much most of my morning i've got uh i had another client just drop a bunch of uh stuff on me yesterday like last night when i was going to bed so that's going to be my afternoon today uh there's this um fucking of course i can't all of a sudden i can't think of like the names of anything but there's this company they've been advertising on tv a lot uh, where it's like essentially they focus group people's websites so I've been sending some of my clients there where it's like okay if there's um, if there is something that it's like I want to bring up but not necessarily like oh we should change this whatever it's like well let's have an independent third party look at it and if they say so then you know I was right that sort of thing so that's kind of what happened yesterday so it's like uh, yeah I've got a lot of um a lot of work to be squared away on this thing here, but get it taken care of. Awesome. So with that being said, everyone, um, just to kind of, because we didn't piggyback back onto some of these sub subjects that we were talking about and whatever. You know what? Let's talk about beer care really quick. What <laughs> brand would you recommend that's unscented? Because I need something unscented. I can't think of anyone that's selling anything unscented right now, except I know for Baird and Mac does unscented. Okay, that's that's who I would go. I want to say, I'm almost positive Sphinx has an unscented one too. Do you have a code with them? Be like Bellison Terminal, fifteen. I I do not, <laughs> but they've out. been advertising like a lot of sales lately. So, Ooh, like like in a bad way. I don't know. I hope not because I like their stuff, but. We'll see. Because I have not looked at too many brands in a while. So basically, everyone, um, I'm actually trying to go through every single skincare product that I have. Um, I want to drop hella money on brand new products, but there are some of those staple brands that, that, that do the job and do what you are wanting. So I feel like, because I haven't done it yet, I talked about getting a brand new shelf and just put a bunch of brand new product on that that I've never used before. So I don't know. Um, I'm trying to go through all of the skincare that I have and I'm actually at the point of throwing it away and or just letting it sit there and never use it just to make it look like I use it. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I, I just feel like that's what I'm doing just by having it sit there. Wow, Sphinx is, in, is from Britain? The British brand? Not that I know. No, this their shit set. Uh, it ships like, out of LA. Oh, because I'm looking at their on their their thing, and it says English, British flag, French, Arabic, German, Italian, Russian, Spanish, and American USD option is like right there. That, and I was like, see, I was like, are you serious? That's oh, yeah. so, that's so random. That is random. Yeah. That is so fucking random. Okay, so um, do they have for beard, beard oil, beard balm? Yes, I'm looking for beard balm. And do you know, I don't even know if they have anything. Ooh, Bora Bora's, that sounds amazing. Wow, they used to be very, very expensive, weren't they? Yeah, they, they seem to have come down a lot in price, which I know, you know, again, not to open up the whole can of worms with the fucking bearded community, those guys. But um, mm -hmm. I know, mm -hmm. like, when shit was going down, 
last year they had posted some like black lives matter thing and all of these fucking clowns got so triggered oh you ain't putting your stuff anymore whatever this so it's like oh my god could, yeah could be that they had to had to reduce prices to get new clientele or something but yeah i, wow. I mean I, yeah that's bizarre but okay yeah. well talk about the community being shot it's because of those types of people ruining yep. the community everyone so there it is i just gave you the full synopsis of how everything <laughs> came to an end for the beer community is because of that type of ratchet nonsense like let's be real like that yeah, was for sure. that was definitely that made it almost like the end of the bearded community almost at this point because of yeah. people acting that crazy Okay, like, let's be real. Like, I'm not even joking when I say that. Like, I feel like that type of radical nonsense, like acting like that just because a brand is supporting something that they actually believe in and whatever, yeah. like that, <laughs> that's what ruined the bearded community because remember oh, for we sure. talking about like drama selling and whatever, being this dramatic yeah. does not always sell. No, no. no. It does not. Okay. I gotta get going <laughs> because, sure. because my designer like messaged me saying like, oh, did you get my mail, uh, my email and whatever? Um, I, I opened it just to show you a little of what um, what it was basically, but yes. Yeah. Okay. So I gotta get going. You gotta get going. For sure. I'm so happy that you and I were able to get this um, Definitely. recording done. Hopefully like long story short, everyone, it sounds like Santino might buy a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like so far but if he does we're gonna literally go back onto the subject okay because we totally like sidebarred as to the reason why he got an iphone and everything so we are gonna get back to that we didn't even talk about how shot the fucking stock market is either and everything and i feel like that was something that a lot of you guys actually enjoyed listening to as well yeah I, yeah i think so too so with that being said was there anything else that you wanted to say before i let you go uh, no, you know what? Actually, a couple months ago, I had something. I was like, I'm going to bring this up on the show very, very quickly. Avoid Kerastase. It's a shampoo brand. It's uh, oh, supposed, supposed to be high end because even like bald headed motherfuckers like me, we still need to use shampoo. So I'm going to use a good one. <laughs> but it's uh, so I bought it. It wasn't like insanely expensive, but it was it, it wasn't cheap. It was I want to say like 40 bucks for a shampoo or something. So, you know, right in that right in that you know, nicer price range. Uh, get that shit. The first day I use it, I turn it over, look at the ingredients list. Sulfates. S-L-E-S, one of the first ingredients. And it's like, that is one of the cheapest. Right? So, wow. I'm just, looking yeah. at, I'm just looking at their website right now. Oh my God. Wow, this is like a high-end French brand. I don't know yeah. what's going on with them. That's so random. But yeah, so that's, that's, my, that's my parting thought I want to leave everyone with is, Avoid that brand if you're looking for shampoo. You know what? Speaking of what you just said, okay, it really annoys me when people think that when someone's thinning like myself and whatever, that we don't need to stylize our hair. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We still <laughs> go get our 
fucking haircuts. We still get our head shaves and all that. It makes us oh, yeah. So bitches, stop fucking trying to fucking, <laughs> like, I don't know what to call it, like, shame us for getting haircuts. Like, right? you know, I don't even know what kind of term I can think of. I'm going to have to think of some slang ass term. Like, I'm to think of some slang term about um, people shaming thinning high widows peak people like myself right. from getting haircuts. Like, I just don't understand that nonsense. But anyways, okay. Um, well, oh my God, it's been so long. Stay you, stay weird, and stay offbeat, everyone. Take care, everybody. Bye. Oh my God, that was fucking crazy the way how like totally paused and almost blinked and everything. Um, <laughs>